Hey guys, this is Purposeful Moments with Mo, and I'm coming to you live today to tell you don't wear the spirit of offense in every season. Throughout our journey, throughout our life, we are going to experience so many different situations or circumstances where others have offended us in some form or fashion. It may have been something they said, it may have been something that they did, but it offended us in such a way that we carried it with us in every season of our lives without even realizing that we were hindering blessings or hindering the release in our own spirit man. And so I was having a conversation uh, just recently with a good friend uh, one morning, and we were talking about some things that had happened in the past. And it had been a whole lot that had happened. And in that moment, the Holy Spirit began to download some things to me. And as he was downloading these things, he began to tell me that we carry offenses many times like we put on a coat in the wintertime. And so we put on that coat in the wintertime so that it can protect us from the elements, from the wind, from the cold, and so that we could be warm and snug even though we have to go out and about. However, as we are traveling with that coat on, he said, we hold on to that coat the way we hold on to offenses. And so here we're going into the springtime. And in the springtime, everything that was dead during the wintertime has now awakened again. And now they are beginning to bloom. Flowers are beginning to bloom. Trees are beginning to repopulate with leaves, green leaves. The grass is beginning to grow again. You can witness flowers of all colors. And the springtime brings about newness. You see caterpillars transforming into beautiful butterflies. So the spring is all about transformation. But if you're holding on to an offense, the only transformation that you are undergoing is a transformation of bitterness. A transformation, an individual with a, a dark heart or a polluted spirit. And so you have on this coat of offense that you, you had in the wintertime. Now you're carrying it, carrying it over in your springtime when you should be taking off the coat, putting away your winter clothes, packing them away maybe in an attic or some type of area within your closet. If you have a, a huge enough closet to pack those things away, waiting for winter to come around in the next couple of seasons. Well, we go into the springtime with this coat on and, and we're holding it tight. And we have this coat of offense on. And so we move from the springtime with that same coat and we go into the summertime. During the summertime, 
We're wearing shorts. We're wearing bathing suits. We're wearing sundresses. We're wearing sandals. So we're wearing all of these garments that will keep us cool in the summer months because it is extremely warm sometimes. And so we still, we still have this coat of offense on. So that same coat that we had, we put on during the winter when we were offended to protect us, at least in our minds, we, we believe that we're protecting ourselves by keeping this coat of offense on. And so we go into the springtime, we go into the summer, and in the summer, we have this coat on and we're uncomfortable. It's hot, we're irritable, we're agitated, we're uncomfortable, but we still have this coat on and it's, it's, it's extremely hot, it's extremely comfortable. And others who are looking from a distance, who are witnessing this, or they are just spectators from the outside looking in, is questioning why does this person still have this coat on? Why do they still have this chip on their shoulder? Why are they so angry? Why is their heart so dark? Why are they so bitter? And so you still have that coat of offense on and you're clenching hold to it very tightly. And so you leave the summer months where you should have been enjoying the warmth, uh, the beauty of a new day, uh, being able to swim in a swimming pool and enjoy the water, being able to sit by the beach and just enjoy the view or even going on vacation with your family, but yet you are still holding on to that coat of offense. And so now it is the fall. During the fall, we begin to put on like light sweaters and long sleeve shirts and, and windbreakers because it's not extremely cold, but it's not, it's not extremely hot. It's just a breeze that, oh, wow, it, 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 like my mom used to say, it's just a little bit nippy out. And so I want to keep myself a little bit warm, not toasted warm, but warm. And so you still are holding on to that coat of offense. And so you have gone through four seasons in your life, and yet you are still holding on to that coat of offense. Well, the Holy Spirit was saying to me that when we hold on to offenses, we go through every season of our life, every season of our life carrying that offense. And when we carry those offenses through each season, we are unable to enjoy the seasons that we are currently in or even the seasons that we are about to go into. We cannot enjoy them because we are clenching so tight to that coat of offense. And we know that for every season, we change our wardrobe in every season. Every season we change our wardrobe. And so I came today to let you know that holding on to offenses 
is blocking you from enjoying seasons. That's the first thing. It is, in, it is blocking you from enjoying the season that God has for you. The second thing that it is doing is you believed that you were protecting yourself by putting this coat of offense on. But in actuality, you're not protecting yourself. You're actually preventing yourself or hindering yourself from experiencing the blessings of God. So now you are in a place where you're not receptive to receive the good that that is meant to come your way. And so I'm reminded of Luke 7 and 47, where Jesus is talking to his disciples. And while he's talking to his disciples, Mary Magdalene is at his feet. And if you know anything about the story of Mary, Mary Magdalene, she was a woman who was demon possessed with seven demons. And she was also a prostitute. So maybe that is the reason why she had so many demons on her because she was having sexual relationships outside of marriage. And so having sex outside of marriage is sin. So therefore it brings about a lot of soul tides and, and spirits because you don't know who the person has been connected or joined to. So as she's sitting there, the people are questioning why. Why is she sitting at Jesus's feet? Why is it that Jesus is allowing this, <clears throat> excuse me, this lady to sit at his feet? Well, Jesus in turn respond, she has done for him what none of them in that room had done for him. What she did was she began to weep. And as she was weeping, she was weeping about her sins. She was remorseful. In his presence, there was remorse. And so she began to weep. And as she weeped, her tears fell upon his feet. And she began to wash his feet with her tears and then dry his feet with her hair. After drying his feet with her hair, she breaks an alabaster bottle, which was a flask with costly perfume in it, the Bible explains, and she pours it onto his feet. And as she pours it onto his feet, then the disciple says, why would she pour that perfume on your feet when it could have been used to help the poor? And Jesus responds, well, she has done for me what none of you have done for me. She has cleaned my feet. 
She has not even thought about what it cost, what this perfume cost. She just poured it on my feet to cleanse my feet. She didn't even consider the cost, but she considered the one who she was pouring the perfume on. Well, as the conversation went on, Jesus went on to say that many are her sins, but they are all forgiven. He said that all of her sins were, they were forgiven. He also says right after he exclaims that all of her sins have been forgiven, he goes on to say that those who forgive much, they love much. And those who forgive little, they love little. So my question to you today is, are you holding on to the offense because you love little? Or are you holding on to the offense because you just don't know how to let go of the offense? I am reminded of the Our Father prayer, because the disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to pray. And it was at that moment that he began to recite the Our Father prayer. And he said, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us, Lord, from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. There is one thing that really stands out as it relates to offense and why it is so important for us to let go of the spirit of offense and not carry it from season to season. It is in the Our Father prayer that we say to God, Father, forgive me as I forgive others. Forgive me as I forgive others. And the truth be told, you are actually telling God to forgive you the way that you forgive others. So if you are not willing to forgive others, then you're telling God not to forgive you also. I bet many of you who are listening to this podcast never even thought about that when you say that prayer, that you are asking God to forgive you the way you forgive others. And so if you are not forgiving, then how can God forgive you? I say all of this to say that we have all sinned and fallen short of God's glory. But 
we have the opportunity to take off the offense and give it to God. Because he said that vengeance is mine and he will take care of the wrong that was done to you. But if you decide to hold on to the offense or to even take action concerning the offense, then you're going to commit a sin. And so when you give it to God, when you let go and let God, he will make the wrongs right. He will shape it all for your good because he's that kind of God. Don't miss out on the blessings of God. Holding on to that coat of offense. Because you believe that if you hold on to it, that the person will never be able to hurt you again. But the truth of the matter is, if we keep holding on to everything that hurt us, how can we ever be healed or how can we ever embrace the things that are good for us? So I come to you asking you, why are you holding on to the code of offense? What are you waiting for to take that code off and to enjoy the seasons that God has prepared for you. What are you waiting for? God is waiting for you. He's waiting for you to take off the coat of offense so that you can live a life, one that is enjoyable, one that is filled with his abundance, that is one that is filled with his love, each season brings about different, different results. But it's in every season that we get to see a new day. We get to experience the good, the good. So as I conclude this podcast, please let go the code of offense. The seasons are too beautiful not to enjoy them. Embrace the seasons that are before you. And if you don't know how to let go of the offense, pray and ask God to help you to let go of the offense. Because I'm not going to talk to you like it's easy because it's not. But when you confess it to God and you say, God, they did me this or they did me that, make sure that you are straightforward, that you have a pure heart because there are no elegance of words to speak to God. It's just a pureness of heart. It's a pureness of heart. It is reverence and respect. He's listening. He's waiting. He's waiting to help you to take off the code of offense 
if you can't take it off yourself. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast and I hope that you can take off the coat of offense and learn to enjoy every season that is before you. Be blessed.